shaking. I'm fired up today because today we're going all in. I'm going to talk to you about high ticket sales. I'm going to talk to you about how to sell things that are high ticket and hopefully get you out of this low ticket mindset that you've probably been stuck in. You know, I've heard that phrase for years. Low ticket mindset is something that's newer as far as phrasing goes, but it used to be called like 20 years ago when I was working in retail, it was called shopping with your own wallet. It's the same thing. Low ticket mindset is the same thing as shopping with your own wallet, because you could be thinking, oh, I would never buy that. Or you know what? I haven't actually spent that much money before on myself. I haven't been around people that have spent that much money. And that is a limitation in how you're succeeding in sales or really any kind of conversations whatsoever. You could be talking to a girl that's like way out of your league, you think, right? And you're like, oh, because that's the same thing. It's like a high ticket sale, right? And trying to win that person over to even just go on a date, let alone marry you, sleep with you, what, whatever. Okay. So today let, let's give a real world example of this. All right. Let's talk about an umbrella. How much do you spend on an umbrella? I mean, I could go to Walgreens. I could go to a drugstore. I could go to a dollar store and buy an umbrella, right? Umbrellas on a whole cost what? Like $15, maybe $12 depending on what it is. I've seen some cool little travel ones. I actually used to have one a couple years ago that was like this super compact thing. That one was around $30 or so, you know, but, but generally speaking, it's not an expensive item, right? Now let's talk about a brand called Basodi. Have you ever heard of Basodi? Look it up. These umbrellas cost between 300 and around $800. Okay. Now what is an umbrella supposed to do? What's its function? Its function is to keep you dry, to keep the water off of your hair, off of your clothes. Then why would somebody pay three to $800 for an umbrella? Have you ever paid three to $800 for an umbrella? I have. You want to know what mine is? Mine is an Aston Martin umbrella and it was included with my Aston Martin. It's a $750 umbrella. I looked at that thing and, and it was actually an option, right? You could take it off because they actually, it's this British gentleman thing because Aston Martin is a British vehicle, right? There's this stigma of a, this high profile affluent individual in having this umbrella and they include it with their vehicles. You can decline it if you want to, but it's a $750 umbrella. I was looking at this. I'm like, first thought, it's like, well, what the heck? Why is it $750? Why does Pesodi charge between $300 and $800? And I'm taking a look at this. I'm like, no, I want to include it. I want to see what this thing's all about. The function is the same. But here's the thing, right? If you're taking a look at the difference between those umbrellas, the function is the same. They will keep you dry, but for how long, how much time will they keep you dry for? Meaning, have you had one of those $12, $15, $30 umbrellas where one of the supports just kind of snaps at some point? Have you ever held a three to $800 umbrella? I have that thing. I, I swear it could be like a bat. Okay. I could go to a baseball field and freaking hit that sucker over the fence because of how sturdy this thing is. But you know what? They perform the same function, right? They'll both keep me dry. But here's the thing. When you're having these conversations, right? People don't buy on function. People do not buy on function. So I'm going to tell you, stop having the conversation, the sales conversation around function. 
because people buy on future. They buy on status. They buy on ego appeal. They buy on outcome. Let's talk about that. People buy on their future. So if you can have the sales conversation and start to paint the picture for them, imagine, right? You're seeing this stuff all over the news. I'll talk about cybersecurity here because that's my industry, right? You see this stuff all over the news about getting breached and these, these hacks and ransomware and businesses getting shut down. Imagine sitting back with drinking your morning cup of coffee, seeing that in the news. And you're just like, man, I'm glad that's not me. I feel sorry for those people who got hit, but maybe they should have done what I did and actually spent the money on the future of being safe. Because right now we're living in our future's past. I've said that phrase before. I freaking love it, right? Because right now the decisions that you make affect what's going to happen in the future. So if you say you're living in your future's past, what kind of future do you envision right now? Do you imagine a future to where in cybersecurity you're protected? Or do you imagine a future where you are getting hit and you have a breach? What kind of future are you imagining right now for your business? Well, if you're talking about a business outcome or something, we talk about this in coaching a lot or any other kind of high ticket sales. It's like, what kind of future do you imagine? Do you imagine a future being in the same spot as you are right now? Just barely making by. Or do you imagine a future where you're thriving and you're helping a whole lot of other people? Because right now you're living in the past of that future that you're imagining. So which future are you imagining? That has to do with what's going on right now and the choice that you make today. People buy on status too. People buy, I mean, you, you take a look at like the, the umbrella that I was talking about, right? Like the, the high affluent British gentleman. I'm not British. I'm actually Irish for the most part. And my family moved over to Wales, but still same area, right? So it, it like appealed to me a little bit on status of having this umbrella. I can tell you this. I've never actually once used that Aston Martin umbrella. I never have because I haven't had much need for it. And you know what? From a, from a practicality perspective, it's in my trunk. I know it's there all the time. I know it's ready for me to keep me dry whenever I need it. It's just, it's kind of ironic because with that vehicle, you don't take it out in the rain, really, which is kind of funny to me, right? So I've actually taken my umbrella out of the vehicle because there's a nice trunk storage spot for this umbrella too, in case you get caught in the rain. But still, what does it matter? Because if you hand that to somebody, as you walk into a restaurant, they're like, oh my gosh, what's this thing, right? People buy on status. So what's the status that they're going to have in whatever in industry you're in? If I take cybersecurity, Again, as an example, and then we'll, we'll go into the, into the coaching or the business consulting example as well. If I take cybersecurity, what kind of status do you think is in cybersecurity? How about the status of still being in business? How about the status of being able to move forward with what you want to achieve because you know that the other stuff that you don't want to worry about that can tear you down and literally rip up your business is being taken care of. How about that status to where you walk in and you're talking amongst your peers at a dinner, maybe it's a chamber of commerce thing, maybe it's a, a private club and you're like, shoot, I'm sorry that you got hit. You know what? I'm safe. How's that for status? I'm glad that's not me when you're in these conversations. How about ego appeal as far as that goes, right? There's a reason why in, in my business, why when we replace and refresh hardware, there is a reason 
why the VIPs, the owners, the, the founding partners in a law firm, the, the head doctor, the, the, the founding member of a nonprofit, there's a reason why they get these nice, shiny, thin, sexy laptops because it's for ego appeal. It's status and it shows that I am different than you. I am at a higher level than you. So this is what I'm going to have. Why do you think people buy an iPhone? The latest iPhone. You know what? There's this, there's these groups that I'm a part of right here. And you know what? In order to, to take a look around, I don't have any case on my phone. I have no case on my iPhone. I never do. I don't really break them. Last year was the first time I, I broke a screen in maybe like 10 years right? I'm good at these. But the thing is, is that it hides the color. So when it comes to status and ego appeal, it's like, this is what it is. And everybody can see what it is. I had an individual one time when I was selling a, a contract that I closed, this was maybe like 10 years ago, actually, it was 10 years ago, in 2010, right? When I founded the business, I had my business, I went out and I got a Saturn, right? Saturn doesn't even exist anymore. But it was an economical SUV. I wrapped that thing. So it looked like, you know, company logo and it was on brand and, and all of that stuff. I got rid of that thing after a year and a half, even though it was only a year and a half old, I got a new and I got myself the brand new Cadillac CTS coupe that was out the, the edges on this thing were so clean. And when I, I took a look at this design of this thing, I was like, man, I need to have that. And as I was walking out of the dealership, it was the first year that the CTS coupe was around right? And I love driving this thing. It was fun to drive, but he's like, you're going to get stopped at the gas station. People are going to walk over to you, right? I have that with my Aston right now, but, I'll, but he's like, what are you buying for? I'm like, I'm buying this because I want to show that I'm successful. And within two weeks, I go in and I talk with a client, a prospect at the time, sorry, who became a client. And after we have a great meeting, He's like, you know what, I'm going to walk you out. And he had not signed yet, right? This was the, the initial meeting. We did have the money conversation. Always a little tip, always have the money conversation on the very first meeting that you have. So that you two can know if there's a, a good common ground to even move forward, you and your prospect. So he's like, I'll walk you out, no problem. So I walk out of the building and he's like taking a look around. He's like, is that your car over there? I'm like, yeah, dude, it is. And he, he had a, a pretty nice, it was a Mercedes that he had. He's like, wow, that's a pretty sharp vehicle. I'm like, thanks, dude. I, I just got it a couple weeks ago. And uh, it's a lot of fun to drive. You know, I think the, the edges are really cool. He's like, I like it. But let me tell you the reason why I actually walked you out here. I walked you out here to actually look at your car. I didn't know what kind of car you had. I didn't know what you pulled up in. I've been back in my office. But I wanted to see what you drive. Because most IT people drive beat up pieces of crap. And if you're putting effort into your image, I know that you are successful and I only do business with successful people that value their appearance, that put time into themselves, that actually care about the presentation, not of their services and their solutions, but the presentation of themselves. I never looked back after that. That was a lesson that I will carry with me for the rest of my life because people buy on their future. They buy on status. They buy on ego appeal. They buy on, on emotion. And then they justify with logic afterwards. They make their decisions based on their future, 
on their status, on ego appeal, and on emotion. And then they justify it with logic later, after the decision's already made. In order to sell high tickets, you have to kill the low ticket mindset. And that could mean for you going out and buying something today or over the next couple of weeks to step into that. If you're looking to make, let's say, $50,000 in commissions this year, or you want to add another extra you know, zero onto the end of whatever it is that you're doing right now, it's time to stop shopping with your own wallet and stop selling with your own wallet and start selling based on their future, their status, their ego appeal, their emotions. And it's time to do something for you. When I first dropped weight, I used to wear this brand all the time called Robert Graham. I don't know if you know this, but the shirts are anywhere between like $150 and sometimes $2,000. I started buying these shirts. Now, I always had a little secret with this, right? There was a Robert Graham outlet store that I would go to, so I'd get them in pretty steep discounts. But the fact of the matter is, is that it was still about appearance, right? right? I can, you can still be frugal and still be high ticket. You can still be smart about your choices and still be high ticket. But if you expect to make the same amount of money for the rest of your life and never seem like you can get ahead, never seem like you can make up ends meet to pay your bills, to get, to get some kind of break, as you call it, it's probably because you're not stepping into the future that you desire for yourself because you're holding yourself back right now in a moment of scarcity. And what's worse, if you're in sales, you're having conversations with customers, with prospects, that will translate to them. Those low ticket vibes will translate into your conversation with them and you will struggle in generating money for yourself. If you want to move to a point to where you decide that I see the future, I see one of these two choices because you are also going to buy based on your future, your status, ego appeal. Why do you think people with next to no money will go out and buy a Louis Vuitton bag during Christmas? Come on now. There's something about it because when you grab it, it makes you feel good. That's the emotion side of it. It makes you feel like you belong. And that is something that it could. Now, I'm not saying don't do this irresponsibly, right? Because maybe you got some medical bills or whatever, but put this on there. Put this on your list and be like, I am going to go do this within the next couple of weeks. Because when I step into this, that's literally stepping into your future because it changes your past, which is right now when you're living in your future's past. When you actually go out and do something for yourself and decide to step into something financially, into the future that you desire financially, and that's the choice. Just like I'm saying, what do they want? In my example about cybersecurity, right? If you say, my future, do I see it the same as where I'm at right now? Is that what I want? Or do I want something to where money is no longer an issue? And I don't know what that number is to you. That could be anything, right? It could be a million dollars. It could be $100,000 a year in salary, whatever it is. And you start to look at that and say, this is what I'm looking for. You can backtrack to right now and figure out exactly what you're doing that's keeping you from getting there. And you start to eliminate those things from your life. And what's more so, you start to create on how to get there. And one of the biggest ways that that's ever helped me is actually stepping into it before I was actually there. You step into your future 
before it's actually in the present. By doing something, by taking some kind of action. For me, it's always been to buy something that represented what that future is that I chose. Something high ticket. Because if you personally will only ever buy low ticket, your clients, your prospects, are only ever going to buy low ticket. This is 2023, and it's a high ticket year. Go all in. <laughs>